<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is a great one. Genuinely, take a moment and answer what's happening <laughs> oh my god i thought you were gonna say genuinely like for real this, i thought this was some of our finest this is i'll always remember we made it weird one 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 yeah and you just got a missed call from one whoa we are in that and we talk about non-duality <gasps> what it's all one whoa. and this is episode one 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 and, and and val just got an, a missed call from the number one it just said plus one that and one was we won one 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 and one we won one. It was one to one one, one and then we won <laughs> one, one penalty one. kicks. This is crazy. So perfectly this, titled, very in the flow. Don't jump off at the the mid rolls or I don't know forty minutes in or whatever. But like keep going because we go for another. It gets meaty. We, we go, go for, for another, another hour. Hour I think. after that, and it's yeah. really interesting and really fun, mm -hmm. and just like a great we made it weird. I feel more in my body, and I feel satiated in my like kind of interesting weird talks but also tons of laughs yep why am i summarizing but i'm just saying you <laughs> made a good choice lol lol or coaster and i hope you enjoy and oh yeah i'm on the road go see me in chicago <laughs> guys it's like a toronto situation <laughs> they want me to do morning <laughs> tv no no uh, the first three shows sold out but we added a fourth show oh so I have no I have no more asks of Chicago. Thank you. Mm. But there is a late show on Saturday. Uh, go to PeteHolmes.com because I don't want to do... First of all, I want the show to do great. And I, I don't want to go on like morning TV. It really isn't fun. Especially I feel like in Chicago. Why? Because it's cold? <laughs> yeah, because it's cold. You don't want to go out more than, than once. Honestly, man... <laughs> I'm like sleeping in the morning of my show mm -hmm. means a lot more than getting up and being like, okay, use the voice of the E-Trade, baby. He's going to be at the den near <laughs> orange tie guy holding a white coffee mug. Hey, hey get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So please do me a favor. Don't even come. Just buy tickets. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just spend your money and don't get anything for it. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> uh, Chicago. And there's others. There's Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, North Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, I think that's it. And we're going to be adding more because I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Doing it. Go to PeteHolmes.com for all the tour dates. I hope to see you out. And forgive me. We talk a little bit about this. I, I booked a part in a movie, which is why I had to reschedule Largo. Um, Largo, but it's going to be on December 1st. So if you have tickets oh. to the one that was on 11, November 3rd, it's now December 1st. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to benefit, benefit Homeboy Industries. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets to that. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, really, really incredible guests and for a great cause. I see it like you. I, it's just feels good to donate to Homeboy and you get the show for free and it's going to be a great show. Anything to plug? Is that are you plugging? No, I was. I thought that originally it was a different date, like when it changed. It was. It was okay. And then I realized I changed it to the only other week in November. I'm also shooting the movie. <laughs> oh. It was just a real rigmarole. Just too tired, too much travel, going like, yeah, let's move it to that. And I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Apologies to our dear Flanny and Largo, but it's going to be on December first. Great. And pedomes.com for the other tours. And here are a couple ads, and then we'll get into it. If you like this show, why not try, you know this, why not try Pete's Pick? Ads for things that I actually use and actually love, like Living Libations. Living Libations has done a complete overhaul of all of our hair, skin, teeth, 
and baby products. We are a living libations family. It all started because I realized I was being very careful about what I was putting in my body when it came to food, but I really had never given it any thought about what I was putting on my body. Sunblock, skincare, moisturizer, all of these things are, are often filled with a lot of chemicals that you just don't want getting into your body. And the things you put on your body do get into your body. And that's where Living Libations comes into play. This is a great way to support the show because they have little things and they have big things. Like we use their zinc-based sunscreen. It's called Love the Sun. Leela is in preschool now, which means every morning we have to slather her head to toe in sunscreen. And just with the littlest amount of effort uh, looking on Amazon, all of the stuff that they call natural or they call natural and, and like some sort of alternative to chemical sunblocks, they're still filled with chemicals. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. It's like a huge hoax. If you want an actually natural, actually zinc-based sunblock that works fantastic, feels great on your skin, and you can put something on your kid that you don't feel terrible about, use Living Libations. Their Love the Sun sunscreen is incredible. And also use it on yourself. I mean, you're worth it. I'm going to tell you, you're worth it. I use their ginger exfoliating scrub, which is not only natural and made with ingredients that I can recognize and pronounce, but it's also one of the most, it, not one of the most, it's the most badass exfoliant I've ever used in my life. Use it before you shave. The, the razor just glides. It glides, baby, through <laughs> the Zen Shave. Zen Shave is Living Libations's, Living Libations's, uh, shaving balm, which again is so clean. The ingredients are so clean and so natural. You can actually use a dab of it as your aftershave. Try doing that with some anonymous neon blue goo that you buy at 7-Eleven. Whatever you need. Great way to support the show. Face, body, eyes, teeth, even baby products. Living Libations has a premium, natural, and wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmare they sell at 7-Eleven. Go to livinglibations.com and use promo code WEIRD, capital W-E-I-R-D, NOVEMBER, capital N-O-V-E-M-B-E-R, WEIRD, NOVEMBER, both first words capitalized, that's the code for this month, you will get yourself 15% off and you'll be doing your face, your skin, your teeth, whatever it is, your body, a favor, and showing your support of the show, that's livinglibations.com, promo code WEIRD, NOVEMBER, get into it. Secondly, do you love podcasts? Uh, yeah, you do. You're listening to this one right now. Or even better, maybe you're thinking about starting a podcast or maybe you want to record an album or maybe do voiceover for that cartoon series that you've been wanting to upload to YouTube. Well, all of those things start with incredible microphones and, you know, they need to be amazing. They need to give you that amazing in-studio quality. But if it's possible, we don't want to pay that huge studio costs. Well, guess what? Blue microphones have got you covered. I'm speaking into a blue microphone right now. This is the Sona. Uh, it's the blue Sona XLR mic, which is very high end. It sounds incredible. It's the best mic we've ever owned, ever used. But we actually started this podcast with Blue's most famous mic, which is the Blue Yeti. It's their USB mic that you can just plug right into your computer and start podcasting, start animating, recording, whatever you need to do with voiceover, with recording, music. It sounds great. Even if you're new to recording, it requires absolutely no training or expertise. It's truly plug and play. It's also the only USB mic I found that has different settings for solo, sitting across from another person, and omnidirectional for when you want to record every sound in the room. 
literally never found another one with all of those different settings and is also so easy to use. So, so cool. It's made by the same company that makes high-end studio mics that have been used on so many major, huge hit records. Same technology is behind these ones. Blue have been around for more than 20 years, and today, Blue is part of Logitech for Creators. And as I mentioned, if you're watching the video, I'm touching it right now. This is the Blue Sona XLR mic for podcasters. We use this, and as you can tell, it's upped our game quite a bit. So, what are you waiting for? If you want to do it, and do it well, anything, with your voice, with music, with sound, go to bluemic.com and use promo code WEIRD for a special deal on any Blue microphone and show your support of the show. Again, that's bluemic.com. You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> and use promo code WEIRD for a special deal on any Blue microphone and show your support of this show. Last but certainly not least is one of the OG Pete's Picks, which is on it. Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain has absolutely revolutionized how I am a creative person and how I get my work done. And if you do something that involves your noodle, your brain, your thoughts, <laughs> your memory, your focus, I promise, or I'll speak for me, Alpha Brain has made my access to my own brain, my own thoughts, my own creativity, my focus, and my concentration so much more natural, effortless, and easy. It is not uh, a stimulant. It's not caffeine. It doesn't get you jacked up. In fact, I like to take it often before I go to bed because it gives me very vivid and interesting dreams, which I also love. But if you take it during the day, it's not going to give you dreams. You're just going to be able to focus and get into that flow state that much easier. I have Alpha Brain in my car. I have it in all of my travel bags. I often have it in the pockets of all of my jackets. I've had fans come up to me and ask me for Alpha Brain, and I've taken it out of my jacket pocket. That's how much I love it. And if you're doing something that involves your brain, if you're a student, if you're a creator, creative type, or honestly, Val and I just had a wedding anniversary. I took a couple Alpha Brain before our date just because I wanted to have access to my thoughts, to my memories, to, to, to be focused, to be present, to be locked in. Alpha Brain is a huge, huge, huge game changer. If you like it one-tenth as much as I do, you're going to shit your pants. And I promise, uh, well, for me, it's helped me get my work done. If I don't take it, I absolutely, absolutely notice the difference. It is a huge secret weapon, earth-grown ingredients, game changer. Best way to see if you like it is to give it a try, and you'll be showing your support of the show. Go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird, and you'll get 10% off everything you see on that landing page. That's onnit.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off everything on that landing page and show your support of the show and support and support your brain. All right, everybody. Hope to see you out on the road. Enjoy. We made it weird. One, one, one. Get into it. We won one, one. Let's just let's just start. Let's, let's just start. arrive. Let's just arrive. Let's take a moment to arrive. Like I, like I'm using comedy voice. Like, yeah. Like, like I'm agreeing too quickly is like a joke. Yeah. Like you say, let's yeah, let's arrive. Like yeah. I'm using that word, but like no JK. I know. Well, that NJK. <laughs> both both JK and no where's, JK. Where's NK? No kidding. Yeah, NK. I'm still trying to get. NNTR going. What is that? I don't trust it. I don't do it. I don't even do it with you. Who would know? Who would know if not Let you? Let me guess. Let me guess. NN. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it. Get, I'm you, so happy to be home. Uh, wait, I'm I don't want to forget. You. I'm not going to forget. <laughs> okay. I'm just really. I want you to know here as we arrive. 
and we're going to get to NNTR. That I'm just so happy in this moment. I'm so glad you're home. I'm taking your hand. Squeeze it. <laughs> you're not holding my hand back. I didn't. You've th- got I thought you were picking it up like five carrots. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like a farmer going, I've got five carrots. <laughs> what a weird... Oh, you want them to close. What a weird You thing. want them to claw you? And you want these carrots to claw... The guy who thinks holding hands is insane. And you yeah. want these carrots to curl in and claw you oh my god <laughs> like imagine if you woke up in a world where everything was the same <laughs> except that people if you sh- like tried to hold their hand or shake their hand or like clasp anything they'd be like why are you clawing me with carrots like <laughs> but everything was the same you want I your know. hands to be like carrots that's what the kardashians do it's like that's what the smart water models do it's actually like making me a little hot to think about because i was like i bet there is a universe where, where everything's everything's the same, the same like except everything for that. everywhere all exactly with the hot dog fingers oh, oh my god i just by the by by we're the not by. gonna forget an ntr i mean how could we <clears throat> i'll even look look you're all gonna hear me type what a thrill <laughs> i just wrote nntr first we made it weird where i have notes I know, and I just saw what your other two notes are, and I'm excited to talk about it. I just those. don't want to forget. Yeah. Because I'm in the mood for nude. I'm really happy to be here. And I'm feeling like we could just let the waters flow. But there's a couple things I'm like, I don't want to... I don't want to wrap up and be like, why didn't we talk? That was really funny this week. Yeah. And are you truly feeling that way? Because I know this morning you weren't feeling that great. Val, I have a lot to say about that. Okay. So... I got a call on Tuesday and they were like, and it's a good call. It's a good call. It's a good In call. In fact, it came. It's one of those good calls. It was a ring-a-ding-dinger. <laughs> it's like, uh, I remember Sebastian Moltisanto was on the cover of Variety and he, and he was holding like nine phones because oh, yeah. that's Hollywood. It's like everyone's calling. Yeah. It's one of those calls. Mm-hmm. And it came on the back of, wasn't I going like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, poor Pete. I know. I say this as, as not Pete. I'm just like. This poor guy. I know. Like, meaning, when I get in that, like, and I've never had this before, it's it's because of, you know, moving and, and the expenses. Moving is so expensive. Moving the is The dryer so just died. Yeah. Like, just died. The dryer just died. The fireplace the chimney needs. can't, you can't turn it on. It's a fire, ha- so you have to clean it. It's we just have to like get it everything everywhere all, all at once, once. hot it was, it's a real hot dog fingers it's, over here <laughs> it's hot dog fingers yeah and I'd, I'd like to go back in the podcast and edit it out anytime i was like just move it's, i'm not saying i regret it 0.0, 0. Mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah fancy pants check yourself Before. you've already wrecked yourself yeah it's too late now let's do the checking yeah because you <laughs> i'm just enjoying that uh <laughs> It's it, things come up, and you have to be ready for that. And yeah. our our old place was. I'm not calling this place a money pit. I'm just saying there's a certain degree. Like I came home, and there was just a bill on the counter for the <laughs> cement, which they did a great job by. I know. And did you see that I carved our initials I in did, it? Of course I did. And then Brody accidentally walked through it, cute. so now there's puppy prints too. It's, it's adorable. So, so there's a cement there's, block because we're, we're getting a pool a pool cover. cover. Which, Which is, is another, another thing. One. Yeah, I know. Is. I know. And I saw that and I was like, well, that's just, uh, I, this is not, this is not. Shut it up. What I mean is, <laughs> that's how I woke up feeling this morning. Going back to that time, 
I was uh, apparently this these, was on Monday. Monday, you were feeling this like this is the way your we brush our teeth. Uh huh. Swish, swash, <laughs> swish, swash. But is that it, how you brush your teeth? No, it's this is the way we. It's not brush our teeth. This is the way we wipe what, our butts. <laughs> Squish, squash, Ew. maybe, maybe get in the like shower. Done. <laughs> Sometimes you have to pull the cord and just go. This is a shower. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, but it's real. Oh no! Shower the bidet for everyone. Yeah, a bidet for your bidet, because um, mm-hmm. it's your whole body. I have a whole thing we could talk about. What What did we do before when it was all tubs? Just forget it. Just to, yeah. just do that Let's riff not... on your own. Pause the show. Pause it now. Do a riff about how did people clean. <laughs> clean themselves in medieval times which is actually yeah. why i hate medieval times. almost all medieval time movies because i just can't stop thinking about how filthy oh yeah they are oh, how no gross, penicillin how gross their no mouths are oh yeah their feet yep their butts i'm like how was anyone having sex at this time oh yeah Disgusting. Whatever you think body odor is, like, oh, he, that guy's got BO, yeah. that was Mr. Clean in the medieval times. Yeah. Like, if you had that little, if you had the 10 out of 10 2022 body odor, back oh. then people were like, Milady, I know. I only, I only acquired your stench from a mile away. <laughs> She's the cleanest <laughs> body in all of. No need to get that rag. On a stick, and you just scrub her like an elephant. <laughs> oh, God. That's what the royalty would do. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Okay, I got a call. You get a... So, is this yes, what we're on? But you were saying the night before you were having money panic, which really is like I <clears> was <throat> saying, and I told you this this morning, I think you're. that's where your anxiety pools. It's not necessarily true. No. I mean, it's true that we have a lot of expenses, but we're, we Lots are of doing okay. But that... It's almost like, and I think people can, this broadens it. Yeah. Whatever your thing is, that's the that's the dark sheet that your Grim Reaper puts on. That's right. That's the costume like it picks your it up anxiety and goes, puts on. Oh, he'll believe me if I wear this one. Mine, mine is, what if you have cancer and you don't know it? That's almost always Well, we've always shifted. Mine. Sorry, baby. I don't mean to make light of that. I just know that. Yeah. I just don't want people. <laughs> like you're moving on too fast. You're yeah, like, I don't want to yeah, move no on too fast. <laughs> yeah, I he- I heard that. But yeah. I also don't really want to give that creed. I don't want to give it Clearwater Revival. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what our brilliant friend Chris... Chris. Chris, uh, Chris of People Are Peoples. <laughs> We've mentioned that on the oh, podcast. People Are Peoples. Chris is so wise. And he. I was telling him that yesterday that like... Lately, I've been having more of a like, what if I have a chronic illness? And I really play it out like what it would feel like to get the diagnosis, what it would feel like to know I was dying, like really playing it out until my poor body is all worked up. Like, is this is, is, this, is this happening? <laughs> is this are we is this really happening? You my poor okay. body. I hate I hate every moment of this, but I feel incredibly understood and incredibly seen because yeah. it's this irrational yeah i just i think i have the masculine version of that yours often involves like i don't want to not be around for leela and, and and mine is also rooted in not being around yeah, for it's survival in this boy way i forgive forgive and forget i don't mean a boy way i just I mean in a way that's familiar more... to me from growing up watching men and women oh sure in the 80s yes i don't yeah, know yeah. what's going on now i'm only one man i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Oh I freak out. Um, but yes, Eckhart Eckhart Tolle's was so right. I've been thinking about this all day. 
where he was like, you know, people want better things. Mm-hmm. And we got this better thing. There's plenty of episodes of this podcast. And by the way, I'm there. I I found, I opened my heart. I calmed myself down. I did all of my things. Mm -hmm. Treadmill. I jumped in cold water. All that's, uh, I'm trying to think. I I ate healthy stuff. Just Mm -hmm. a reboot. Mm -hmm. Drank tons of water. Mm -hmm. Uh, No shit. That Next Evo CBD with ashwagandha stress gummies. Ugh. Fucking 10 out of 10. Uh, we just had like... This is not an ad. They do sponsor the podcast, and that's how I found out about them, and they are incredible. But nextevo.com, I'm pretty sure it's promo code weird, or weirdo. It's it's one of those. It's unbelievable. The stress gummies, unbelievable. Yeah. We, they go in your blood like super... Some scientist was like, here's how to make CBD go into you in... I'm exaggerating, but 10 seconds. Yeah. I took one of those, just one, yeah. and I'm a CBD uh, guy. Mm-hmm. And I take half the dose because I'm like, this is all you need. That helped. All that helped. The exercise helped a lot too. Uh-huh. Where are we? <laughs> Where are we in this We're, story? There's so many things I wanted to tell you about Chris. We still have. Oh yeah. Tell me here. about the Chris. Um, so, no, but I, I, we're also telling the story of yes. this morning, but it also mirrors the day that I got the call that led to the story that took me to this morning. Exactly. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That story so is sandwiched really with is that kind feeling. of like everything Everywhere, Everywhere all, all at once. once. Don't even freak out right now. I'm gonna. But I'll tell you this. Here's the punchline before we even finish that story. Well, that's going to make it even more disorganized. True, I know. <laughs> and someone can edit this into the proper order. Christopher <laughs> Nolan can get the raw audio of this podcast and do it properly. This is like, we're doing this like... Tarantino. We're doing this like Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Like yeah. We're just oh. taking it. <laughs> we're scrambling it all up. Hey, look, Gret, Gret. Dream Gret. guest, love you. Huge She's fan. one of my favorite. I'm just so familiar with the old ones. I it's love like, the Susan like, Sarandon version. I mentioned yeah. it last week. It's like shuffling. It's like hitting shuffle on a dream I've had thirty times. Yeah, totally. And that's by the way, that's the only move. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people will be like, you can't "Why tell do you even story. do this? Yeah, why absolutely. do you even do this?" And we hit the topics. We hit the news. We hit the news. This is like morning <laughs> the, radio. The movie we that came out. Three years ago. We, we, you know how people read like wacky headlines? We do it, but it's just the headline, Greta Gerwig remaking Little Women. We'll talk about it. Give us five years. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. You guys, we know what you're buzzing about. And we come in two huge bees. Picture a beehive and there's lots of regular bees and then two big motherfucking bees. Bigger than the hive. Bigger Bigger than than the hive. They can't get in the hive. They're bigger than Nerf footballs. But they're soft like Nerf footballs, and that's important. <laughs> you could squeeze them. They'll carry water. You dun- you- they're shaped like it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, shaped yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. with wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dunk these things. I think they are footballs. <laughs> like the beads are putting it together. I think it's fucking... Let's, let's, <laughs> let's abandon this. Oh, this my band. God. <laughs> Not COVID. You can't get COVID from a podcast. You can't get it. You can't get, po- you can't get COVID from a podcast. <laughs> like, I do have some good news. You cannot get it from a podcast. You're also doing Trump hands. <laughs> yeah, no, you're doing another Trump impression, which is something I can't else stop. that was more irrelevant three years ago. Ugh. Oh my god! Yeah, this is a real throwback episode. TBE. <laughs> like that was so loud in the mic. I'm it was sorry. Great. I loved it. This is one we're going to listen to. Sometimes we listen to this podcast. <laughs> Some, this is one we're going to listen to. You guys, to. don't tell anybody. We sometimes, sometimes throw we it on. listen to the podcast. Because we get vulnerability hangovers where we go, we're is like, this podcast anything? Is this anything? And then we throw it on and we go, 
This is I, everything I'm, everywhere all at once. It's not just anything. <laughs> this is hot dog fingers. It's hot dog fingers and give them a wave and and then it bleeds into your subconscious and comes out as carrot fingers. Don't clench them. Don't clench them. Don't, cl- don't claw those five carrots that a farmer picked up. <laughs> somebody. Somebody. And by the way, somebody God love somewhere. Them, all at all once. All kind of sporadically. <laughs> Hilarious. Wants a, a handy. A, hand, a handy. Okay. A hand job from a hot dog hand. Those oh, floppy, yeah. sure, kind of nice. Not very firm. No, I also don't want a handy. I know you're not. You can't t- make a pizza for Papa Gino. <laughs> I'm making pizzas my whole life. You're gonna come into Papa Gino's house. You're gonna make a pizza. Oh, oh, Montepane! Oh, you put the sauce on first. Get the fuck out of my kitchen. I know how to make pizzas. I've been making pizzas since I was in seventh grade. Fucking beat it. Some girl comes in. I'll make a pizza, Papa. You do the shit I can't do. Do the shit I can't do on Papa Gino. Maybe you want to throw a pizza at my fucking face. <laughs> I don't know what I can't oh think of. What I'm saying is hand jobs. I got them covered. Yeah. Nail them. You got it. Nail them. You're em. the king of those. I'm the Papa Gino of, of hand jobs. Okay. But if you got a hot dog hand. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh my god. Papa (laughs) Gino. I'm writing it down as a bit. That's that seems like a bit. Why can't I write bits that don't involve the dick and the balls anymore? I don't know. I used to only be like, have you ever noticed mailboxes look like whatever? No. The tin man's shoes. But it was still about underwear. It's like <clears throat> some people like some people like that nice gentleman Gary Goldman. He yeah. writes bits about DVDs. That's right. <laughs> Why can't you be more like him? Honestly, you just you think you're just talking. You're channeling a voice that's in my brain. Oh no, no, it's not a bad one. I love that voice. Yeah. I'm like, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's all I say to her. Mm-hmm. I go. I'm with you, but every time I riff and just trying to make myself laugh. Yeah, it's like ticks premium laughs yeah it's that silly billy's and it's very dirty i know dirty silly dirty silly dirty clean Clean? it should have been called dirty silly dirty silly that's a better name wasn't one of your your specials gonna be silly silly fun boy and that was that was the tour that got covid oh (laughs) that tour got COVID. that whole tour you can't put a mask on a tour you can't get you from a podcast you can't put a mask on a tour (laughs) kn95 and 95 that tour got COVID. today (laughs) (laughs) that tour got COVID. today i went to a doctor's appointment nothing just a just a basic doctor's appointment yeah and I didn't have my mask. And they gave me, I realized we've been wearing KN95s. That's what you're supposed to. They gave me an N95, which is, I don't know if this is accurate, but they I did see that the box said N95. And it's the wraparound, two wraparounds oh, on your face. Yeah. And it is so serious. And I could barely see through it. And I was you're not filling supposed out. to put it on your eyes, baby. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It covered like my whole head. Yeah, I'm picturing just like a, a workman's helmet. Yeah, like it was a basically. A yellow construction hat that had two rubber bands on it. And you're like. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, really hard to fill out the paperwork. Okay. This Love is it, not what it. I want to be talking about. When on we the have plane so yesterday, many slid my mask up over my eyes. 
and oh. used it as a face mask. I was <laughs> Brother, just a lunatic. You've got a face mask. Brother? I was like, I wish I, it was bright on the plane. I'm, I was kind of trying to relax. I don't want to admit to trying to relax. I was, you know, kind of trying to relax. <laughs> just a little bit. Not like full relax. Just a kind of relax. Well, I didn't fall. That, you know what that was? I didn't fall asleep. So it was a failure. So I didn't want to admit to it. <laughs> I'm a three. I did a, not achieve relaxation. <laughs> a threever? I'm in a threever. I'm a threever. Uh huh. Enneagram a three. <laughs> I'm going to cough. Okay. So let's, let me just finish okay. the thing that Chris said. Oh, yeah, go so ahead. that we can then get back to the story. Hot dog hands. Um, I was saying that I was worried about it's not even just a fear of, of dying, it's like a fear of knowing that I'm dying. And it really is like, finally, I'm in my 30s, maybe, and I have a kid. So it's just occurring to me, like, this thing that you think only happens to other people could also happen to you. Like, you're susceptible to anything happening at any moment. It's the great Chris Kelly movie, Other People. I know. Uh, I love because that it's movie. Because it's a cancer movie. I, it's weird that cancer movies are a genre. It's a comedy. Yeah. Subgenre cancer movie. Yeah. Uh, no one markets those as cancer movies. They're like, who's in the mood for a cancer movie? <laughs> Is it stepmom or other people? Stepmama? Stepmom. Hmm. Beautiful movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's called Other People because you think it happens to other people. Exactly. Hmm. Um, so it's just like occurring to me that could happen to me and like whatever. That's just how, that's where my anxiety is pulling. This was the thread, is that your anxiety pulls yes. with the, the money, mine anxiety, mine anxiety. Mine anxiety. <laughs> Pools Which, by the has way, been pooling with cancer. In this moment, I'm like, those are both valid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say equally valid. Because there's part of me that goes like, you know, the the hyper-masculine goes like, yeah, but there's there's bills. They come in. Like, they are coming. There's Your thing is like, what if, what if, what if? But I'm also like, yeah, but what if? Those are also, bills that show up. We have money to pay those bills. So your anxiety is more about like, what if one day we don't? I actually would like to, I don't want to slow the story down. We're going to get to what Chris said. Yeah. But I really have been trying to go, Pete, really, what do you want? Mm. Like, really, what do you want? Mm. <laughs> because, and it's kind of a version of like, when's it going to be enough? When are you going to not worry? Mm-hmm. Like, and the end, I don't know the answer. I, it's like that Sad, Sadhguru thing where he's like, if you own the entire world, you would want the moon. Then once you had the moon, you would want Mars. Like, like desire just sort of breeds more desire. And, and it's the mm. churning, literally yearning energy of everything. Yeah. And I have, we were talking about one of the reasons I don't like having female friends as much as guy friends is I can, in, in a non-sexual way, go all the way with my guy friends. Yeah. But if I make a girlfriend, this this is just, this is vulnerable. But like, yeah. if I have a lady friend yeah. and they're like, why don't, you know, let's, let's you and me go to coffee. It's not that I think we're going to fall in love and, and have an affair. Sure. Like, it's not like a threat to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> but I, do, I, I don't like that there's a cap on it. Yeah. I, I want every, but that, that speaks to like just how much uh, manic or most desirous Pete, I want it all. Yeah. And if you're, if we're going to like bring this to a limit and stop, 
Yeah. Like Mike, Michael Gunger. I'm closer with Michael Gunger than Lisa Gunger. Uh-huh. Because Michael and I can fucking fall in love. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. And and I don't hang out with Lisa solo. And that, that has nothing to do with Lisa. And by the way, even as I'm saying this, I realize it's ridiculous. But I'm yeah. telling you what it sounds like in the heart of my sort of irrational desire system. Mm. And in that irrational desire system, it's like, I want... I want everything. Yeah. Everywhere. All at once. <laughs> All at once. Yeah. I just, this just occurred to me. So I don't I, stand by what I just said. I just want to say, I don't think that's like reasonable or realistic or yeah. true. No. I'm just sharing, like, I was doing work on, like, why don't I hang out with more girls? And I was like, because I want, I want the whole thing. You want, no. Yeah. I totally get that. And you do? I think it's not crazy. You, not crazy at all. I okay. totally get that. And it, this is just, and I even knew that about you before, but this is just now occurring to me. I wonder, and this sounds so simple that it can't be right, but I actually think there's something here. I bet if you had a sister, it would be different. I bet it would too. Because I have a brother who I'm very close with. Uh-oh, and you're I have my mind. I have boy friends that I can fall in love with in the in the way yeah. that I that sounds weird <laughs> in no, the no, way no. that I'm in love with my brother that sounds weird <clears throat> but I can love no them I, I don't think that's weird in the way that I love We're my brother back to the sort of boundaryless mm-hmm. love of my mother and I by the way this week and in general just been feeling a lot more peace and forgiveness and grace and, and loveliness yeah. towards my mom and I can also say it wasn't that it wasn't the tightest package. It, it was a little. Yeah. It bled out of the out of the borders a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just emotionally. Yeah, just sort of like a lot of we were a lot to each other, mm-hmm. and that's probably also. I'm like, I want that or nothing, and I have. This is fucking weird. I have that with you. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm good. I don't. I. I. I just. I. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to bring it to the brink with other people and be like and stop. Yeah. But that. I mean, this is insanity too. It's like. I, you and I share this. It's like, I want you to fall in love with me. So I just did a, a part in a, a movie and I was thinking about myself, thinking about my experience. And I was like, what? Because when you act, I forgot how vulnerable it is because mm-hmm. you're just you're just pretending and mm-hmm. you're doing it and you're doing a good job, but you're not getting like laughs. It's not mm-hmm. supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. It's a dramatic role with like some levity or some energy. I wouldn't even call it levity. It's just energy. Yeah, And I'm like, I just ask, sometimes I find it helpful to go like, what do you want? This is what I'm saying. Mm. I go in and I go, what do you want? And I want my co-star to go, you, I, I don't, I've never said this before, but, and I, and <laughs> yeah. you just redefined what acting can be. <laughs> yeah. And I want the whole cast to applaud and you know me, and I want to put up my hand and go, oh, I don't, I don't want this. I don't, I didn't need yep. the guys, please. Yep. Please. Yep. I find it helpful to say these things, to name it, yeah. to name, I, I don't want to put it down by calling it insanity, but just to be like, let's. Let's expose it. The ego. Because then I can go, buddy, that's not going to happen. And even if it did, that would be the new norm. And next time you're gonna want like everyone on the on the cast and crew to be like, Will you marry me? That's right. And if that happens, that's the new norm. And And now you're like even more and more and more. I want to I'm gonna jump off a cliff to show you my love for me. this is this is the unexplored question is like, where does human desire end? And when you look at ancient civilizations where you're like, sacrifice people to me, mm-hmm. build things for me, 
like get slaves and build pyramids for me. Mm-hmm. Like we're those. Yeah. We're not we're not we're like not visiting else. their planet. <laughs> yeah. We're those. Yeah. And we're the pyramid how people. Monstrous it can get. <laughs> we're the pyramid we're the pyramid people, and we're the put my name in gold letters on my hotel people. We're That's those right. people. Yep. Yeah. And we're we made of the them, same thing. But I'm the fucking same. There's some of that stuff in, in, I can't say all of us. I can say I found it in me. Yeah. No, I think that that is in all of us. It just is different shapes. It takes different shapes. And what's interesting too is it won't, why you want more and more and more is because it will never feel how you think it's going to feel. Mm-hmm. So like, I was just thinking about this. It's like, this is really vulnerable too, but I, I've this shared it with you. This is vulnerable. This is vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. What's this? What's this? Anxiety in the air. What's this? We've been, because it's Halloween, we were watching that a lot. We've been listening to the soundtrack too. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's great. Um, so I, you know, like I am so lucky that I have had, I've met the love of my life who like. Oh, who? <laughs> Who is he? You know. You know him. You know him very... Your brother? Oh, stop. I hate this. (laughs) I hate this. You just love your brother a lot. And I love your brother too. (laughs) I get it. Like, don't feel weird. I mean... Say non-sexual, but deep love. Yeah. Like a a a vibrant love. A vibrant familial... Yes, appropriate. Love. But if you were in a museum of loves and you came to the painting Val's Love for Derek, your brother, you'd stop and look at that one for a while. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? But like everybody would. That's what I mean. No, everyone would. No, I mean everybody would love him that way. He's just very lovable. I'd like to talk to some of the people he works with. Some people they, they think, all love him too. Interesting. I, I, I was bet. just I was just <laughs> proposing based on nothing. Somebody somewhere is tired of his shit. Yeah. Somebody somewhere sure, but is tired of his shit. Fewer people than most. I completely agree. <laughs> I'm a shit. I'm a guy with a metal detector on the beach, but I'm looking for shit in people. No beeps. No beeps on this. No game. beeps. No beeps on Derek I got that Jamie. little that fry basket <laughs> <laughs> scooper thing with the holes yeah, in it. Yeah. It looks like a crock for, yeah, a gold for the tin man. Panner. A gold pan. <laughs> Second tin man shoe <laughs> riff. I find nothing on mm-hmm. the beach of Derek. Yeah. Okay. So uh oh my vulnerability thing is that I oh even though I've found you you're the love of my life love it. you love you love me so perfect and so good and you like really you love like my truest self and that's the the main thing but you do you know you do like puff up my ego too like you you only ever say really nice things to me to like everybody crispy. it's so nice and still there is like a part of me that's like but I want everyone to love me we're the pyramid people (laughs) we're the pyramid people and i'm like and there'll be people that we have like friends that we have that i'm not even attracted to i've shared this with you you have i think you shared it on the pod too i'm not sure i don't know well i hope i have because then i don't have to be so worried about sharing it but that that like uh, they i'm not even attracted to them and they'll tell me that they've started dating someone and i'll be like but yeah. y- 
I kind of wish that you wouldn't because you're pining for me for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, quietly in a bell in a bell so tower insane. with a candle. Like, well, it's not insane. It's probably one of the fundamental reasons. I mean, that is right out of my right out of my unconscious, or yeah. it's not unconscious. My whatever it's not your, out of my consciousness. Your ego. My ego. It's it's when I'm. I probably said this too, but like I'm scrolling through Instagram. And one of my, let's say, African-American female friends on Instagram, uh, like booked a part, I'll be like, that should have been me. And it's like, <laughs> it's the biopic of Oprah Winfrey. And I'm like, yeah, I, I could, I do, could it. do it. I could do it. I get, <laughs> I'm not even going to riff on that. I was on a car this week. One of the cars I was driving and traveling this week, he was just listening to morning radio. And I was like, Man, com- there's so many different kinds of comedy and categories of comedy. And morning radio comedy, I don't even know if it was Howard Stern or like one of the quote good ones or not. Mm-hmm. But it was just like Oprah got in trouble because somebody somewhere started a rumor that she, she was selling weight loss gummies. Yeah, I saw this. Okay. Well, I saw her post. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I heard about it on the radio, <laughs> like an old man. Yeah, she made a post that was like, I have nothing yeah, to do no, with I, this. Yeah, they played the audio. Oh, okay. That's what the news is, by the way, now. It's just them just, going like... <laughs> we'll look at Instagram for, for you. you. Exactly. Yeah, and Twitter. And curate it for you, which, you know, wait, should I be watching the news? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the the DJs, I don't think it was Howard Sir. I couldn't tell, but they were just like... <laughs> they were just like... You get a gummy. You get a gummy, and they were like talking about how f- overweight she is. And ah, just like, I was like, "Is it the eighties?" That's exactly what I'm saying, and it and it was fine. I'm not saying it was good, and it wasn't fine. It mm-hmm. wasn't fine. Yeah. I'm saying the medium of morning radio. Yeah, for some reason we forgive it to be like you don't have to be good. Yeah, and then like what what it made me start thinking about is I was like you could hear that and sometimes at open mics you would see people that go like well comedy is just like you know keep it going keep it going be like if it's Oprah be like whoa she's fat she could use a few gummies let me tell you what oh and that's how you check you put it in the candy oh you get a gummy you get just nonsense terrible but isn't it weird that they're laughing and will forgive it and listen to it I mean millions of people listen to stuff like that but as soon as it, if it was stand up, you'd be like, well, this is stand up. This is a different like, yeah, it sounds like we're on LSD right now. But it's like now we've entered or weed. We've entered a different room. Yeah. Like it, now you're not in the morning radio room like that doesn't fly in this room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a different part of the mansion. It's the comedy mansion. But we have different standards here. And I'm not going to laugh at you. Get a gummy. You well, say you get a gummy. I know. On stage. No. It's- it's um qual it's quantity over quality, which is, is the American way. So like it's everything. It's that's what happened with the twenty four hour news cycle. It's like that's why they can just read Twitter too, yeah, right? Is because we're like, well, they do it all day, every day, and never stop. I think that's part so of why you forgive it. Yep. It can be Denny's, and the table can be sticky because we get it. They're like always open. And they're not. You're absolutely right. And and we love that in America. It's like that's why you're like. And this is also kind of a classist thing. I recognize, but it's like, you know, if the French are 
potentially eating like smaller amounts of very flavorful food that have a lot of nutrients. And we're just like, well, more and more and more and more and more and more and more until it's McDonald's. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's just what we do. We want more and more and more. And with each more there, you're losing quality. You're so right. Speaking of when I was at the airport, I was starving. I didn't eat all day when we were filming got to the airport and ate some garbage. And as soon as I ate some garbage, I was like, I must eat all of the garbage. I became yeah. the pyramid person for, for, garbage. for garbage. And yeah. I was like, it's, it's insane. So <sighs> the, the pyramid person thing yeah. became, I know it sounds like, I don't think this is that profound, but it's very interesting to me in this moment. They, someone recognized we're all pharaohs yeah, and we all want pyramids. And then they turned that drive, that insatiable, if you had the whole earth, you would want the moon. If you had the moon, you would want Mars. And they turned that into like, wouldn't you like a Skittle that brushes your teeth? (laughs) Yeah. You eat the Skittle, it foams up, boom, your teeth are clean. And you're like, even you know it doesn't work, but you just want to try it? Yeah. It's pyramid people shit. Yeah, that's right. It is, it's monstrous. It is monstrous. And it's addictive, like... My, I'm seeing this, uh, I've been dating this acupuncture and herbalist. Yeah, he, he does have a lot of sway over you. I he was keep, like, you should be eating chicken. Next thing I know, we were eating, we ate a chicken. <laughs> yeah, but also Lila wanted to. That's Lila like, wanted chicken. We had like, we didn't even talk about that. We had like a, yeah. like a, like a don't take ourselves too seriously. I've since gone back and been like, I don't think that's for me. Yeah. But we went out and, and some- she didn't like it. She, she I, yeah, I would she give it to her and she did not want it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to be like, look at my pressure. I, although I'm saying that because part of me was like, it's kind of cool that you don't want the chicken. Yeah. But she can have chicken if she wants. But I, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing this person to try to like regulate my body. My body just feels stodgy and older than it is. It's a and bit stodgy. It's a bit stodgy. And so I'm like, I, it's really funny. I'm seeing my like I'm seeing parts of myself that I'm a little embarrassed by like my slothness a little bit Mm. because I'm seeing this guy who's like, I'm making you specifically a herbal potion that's made for your body. Mm. You have these imbalances. These herbs will help you put this powder of these herbs is ground herbs in warm water, take it like a shot three times a day, come once a week for acupuncture. And here's a list of all the foods that you should, that you should eat that are neutral and that you shouldn't eat. Like couldn't be easier. I'm giving these specific instructions. I won't take the herbs. I won't eat the foods. I will Fuck directly you, I won't eat do what you tell me. It feels Fuck like that. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And every week I'm getting asked, like, I have accountability. Like, are you doing these things? And I'm just like, now I'm in my 30s, so I'm just honest. Like, I'm like... Yeah, why lie? No, and he he's, I think, on the spectrum, potentially. And, or at very least, he is very Spock about, like... These are the foods to eat. You just use sci-fi language to say he's on the, <laughs> he's on the spectrum. spectrum. I know. Yeah, he's not on the spectrum. He's sort of like like, like Revenge of the Nerds. Okay, <laughs> cult classic eighties comedy autism. Yeah, he's like a like a Rain Man, if you will. And, <laughs> and he <coughs> and so like this was the conversation I had with him last week. He was like. 
So how have you been doing? And I was like, I'm good. I mean, like I haven't been eating right exactly. And um, and he's like, what have you been eating? And I was like, you know, I've been having like cheese and I know cheese messes my system. And he's like, were you just trying to like experiment with them to see what your body would do? And I was like, no, it was more like there's a pizza in front of me. I'm going to eat yeah. it. And like, and that's it, illogical. It really was like he couldn't understand. And then I was like, and I'm having more sugar. And he's like, well, that's treat food. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I know. It's, we just rewatched. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll happen. Lena Dunham wants is agreed to do the pod, which I'm very excited oh, about. Oh, so excited. And we were rewatching Girls. It was already on the cow, but we had to move it. Um and that we were rewatching rewind. And when Adam Driver goes, Well, do you eat for fun or do you eat for fuel? I know we talk about that all the time. But it's great. It's like that's a line that jumps out as like that's some people that just think that way. This guy is one of them. Food is not clearly one of their vices. Yeah. And what I is know, his vice? What is this guy's but vice? But this has got to be, what is this guy's vice? And like... You know what could be a vice? Being right and being viceless becomes your vice. Yeah. Your addiction being becomes having no Being a perfectionist about your life. Yeah. You really can't win. So just eat the fucking pizza. I know. But I also know like my belly hurts all the time and I feel stodgy. And I'm like, if I could eat this now, way, I know I so many of my ailments would be taken care of like why why can't i do it because i'm addicted to food i know the answers but will i stay tuned <laughs> well yeah when we come back i actually want to talk about because the i had an akashic reading yep which ties into what we're talking about here yeah and what we honestly what we talk about on this podcast constantly and what we've already kind of talked about and it'll kind of it'll tie in for those of you that are keeping eyes on these irons yeah. On the travel story and and the and the the black cloak and how to turn it around and all that sort of stuff, which is clearly our obsession. Yeah, always how to reset and also how to like feel better. Well, I was. Well, <laughs> let's let's do the the mid rolls. So we'll be back. I think it's just sixty seconds. We'll be back in sixty seconds, two minutes tops. Uh, so we'll be right back. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. Back to the show in sixty seconds. But this show is brought to us by our friends. At Trade Coffee. If you love drinking coffee every morning, like I do, like Val does, and who doesn't, you have to check out Trade Coffee. Trade makes it super easy to get the very best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country. Going to a coffee shop is a great experience, but it's not something most of us can do every day. So if you're looking for that delicious local coffee shop taste on a daily basis, it is much easier to do and to get it with Trade Coffee. If you've been getting your coffee uh, from the grocery store and drinking the same coffee every day, I mean, mix it up, guys. Mix it up. It's time to try something even better with Trade. Trade Coffee makes it so easy to get fresh roasts delivered to your doorstep from local roasters around the country. They are a coffee subscription service, if you haven't put that together, that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day, no fancy equipment required. 
Trade partners with some of the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee that they know you'll love, fresh to your home and on your preferred schedule. And you get to support small local businesses. That, my friends, is what we call a win-win. Whether you already know that what you like or you're new to specialty coffee and need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans for however you make your coffee at home. So whether or not you're just getting started or you are a coffee aficionado looking to to discover something new, Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll send you a new one for free. We like to do the whole bean because we like to experiment with the different types of grind to get the coarse for the French press or the fine. You do it different ways. But it's just so fun to know that you can introduce some novelty, some freshness, something exciting, and support local businesses while drinking the best coffee you've ever had in your life. So upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash weird. That's drinktrade.com slash weird for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Drinktrade.com slash weird. All right, everybody, let's get back to the show. Okay, so I was watching, what's up? I, I guess, yeah, okay. What? I just am very aware. Will you write Chris down on the yeah, irons? Because I really want, this story is so short. I Maybe mean, I could just tell you now. Go ahead. I just was telling him that I had these thoughts about, you know, dying or having a chronic illness. And he was like, sometimes I just think, say, can I reach for a better thought? And it was so simple, but it was so helpful. And it was like, and then from, so, you know, a a lot of times you can only go one click up, which is, you know, maybe something like, well, today I'm here and I feel good, you know, or whatever. He didn't say this part, yeah. but then he was like, but then you can go one click up from there. So from there, can I reach for a better thought? And it's like climbing the ladder of quality thoughts. It's so lovely. And beliefs. And beliefs. Yeah. Well, one of the things that brings me out of my and and it go, again, it goes back to like ADD or may, potentially symptoms of ADD. I don't even know if I can claim ADD, but I have symptoms of ADD as we've already discussed. <laughs> but like I have to keep a list of the things that I'm doing and I have to remember them because if I remember the bills or whatever it is, that's not helpful. If yeah. I remember the things that I have co- going on, that is helpful. Yeah. But also I would say I don't know if I would change the system because the anxiety and the fear and the dread again, mobilizes me to work, write the book proposal, write this, write the emails, be like, hey, let's let's add more tour dates. They're all of these like caffeinated and anxietyed are indecipherable to my Gmail. <laughs> like it's just like, oh, Pete was doing a lot of scheduling this morning and it yeah. was not, it was a blend of coffee and anxiety. Yeah, but you've really <clears throat> learned to mobilize your anxiety. My anxiety. I haven't learned to do it. There's no there's no there's no other way out sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I it's mean, not like I'm like Tom Cruise going like this is good, this is energy, let's use it. You're not it. maybe intentionally doing it, but I think <clears throat> over time being an anxious kid, you you did somehow train yourself to make it to use it as fuel. Um Whereas mine feels a little bit more 
immobile. Like it's like a fr- more of a freeze. Your might yours is maybe a flight, and mine's a freeze or a fight. Or a fight. I yeah, mean, it's a yes, fight. I meant fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll agree to that. I guess what I wanted to avoid was, although you know, it it, it did happen. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I'll never forget seeing your dad. His fingers were spilling over the piano, and I was oh. like, "Oh my god, you're so good at piano!" And he's like. Oh no! I'll just pick up a little here and there, and I was like, "You can no, say you it. can just you're really good. <laughs> you're good. Like yeah. I'm watching. Like you're not even looking, and you're just kind of like <laughs> playing every beautiful improvised chord with so, you guessed it, hot dog fingers. <laughs> that is fantastic. I was gonna do some riffs on your dad, but um, but yes. So I'm trying to not do that and be like, yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, um, okay. Akashic reading. So yeah. anyway. There's some great stuff about the Akashic reading. It was really interesting. I didn't even know what the Akashic records were. Yeah, me either. But you, how did you find out about it? My friend Kate had it done, uh, and really like she was like, yeah. Oh, and she was like, uh, this is like six months of therapy in one session, and she and she told me some of the things that she told my friend Kate, and they really seemed right on the money. And yeah, this one I don't know about any other Akashic readers. But Krista Rauschenberg is like... How do you spell that? R-A-U-S-C-H-E-N-B-E-R-G. Okay. She's um, where we got the, the breath technique that we showed you guys. Yeah. And it's Krista with a K. She's so good and yeah. so loving. And so, yes, I had a session that was mind-blowing. And then you had a reading. Which was also mind-blowing. And I, I was talking to somebody about it Um and I was like, it's interesting, the stories of these types of readings, it's not a psychic reading, but it's, if I had five seconds to tell you about it, I'd be like, it's like a psychic reading, and, mm-hmm. you know, if I was being shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of respect for what it is, <laughs> it's different in ways that I don't fully understand. But she's looking at your your records. It's like opening the book of your life and very similar to like talking to the ancestors and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I think the, the ancestors are our part of it. Like and your the guides masters, and your ma- masters. Yeah, your masters, your teachers, your guides, your ancestors. But the whole thing, going back to what we were saying, was like you're absorbing a lot and you need to like stay ground. You need to mm-hmm. recharge. She really addressed like immediately how <clears throat> she was like, there's no one you can't connect to. And I was like, well, I think about the podcast. I, I'm proud that with few exceptions, everybody seems to get into a groove with me. And I was like, that's great. She's like, but that's very hard on you. And you need to like, so it was no surprise that like yeah. all of the stuff we have, yeah. she really affirmed that that stuff isn't optional. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you, and I know this on crashing, on this second season of Crashing, I was just flooring it and wasn't tending to myself. Yeah. I was like, this shit's no joke. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why we're all brushing our teeth and taking showers and stuff. I, I do understand why we're doing that. But like, <laughs> why, why, I, and I do, I even understand why it's different. But like, it shouldn't be different to go like, I need to, this, this, even simple stuff. Like, it's funny that I said take a shower because taking a shower grounds you. Yeah. And when I got, I got home at 2 a.m. last night, took a shower. Like, I, yeah. it would be nice to get in bed, but I got to like Ground ceremoniously down. wash off. Uh huh. Woke up, felt like, sh- just felt like all of this anxiety. I don't know what was doing, showed up again. Yeah. And I just want to encourage everybody that, like, I really, and myself, I think it should be viewed as just like regular good maintenance. And she really made me feel like I should 
stop apologizing. Yeah. It's not just like spa treatment to meditate or to be quiet or to have alone time or to be under a weighted blanket or to yeah. get in water or to walk barefoot on the grass or to exercise or whatever it is. Mm. She's like, that shit is the counterbalance to everything you're putting out. Mm -hmm. But of course, I mean, look at the society we live in. We're a coffee society. All I want to do is get more and more jacked on espresso and just keep giving, giving, giving. And she's like, you're going to burn out thyroid. You're going to burn out adrenal. People like you are super sensitive. She also was like, uh, this is sort of, I don't mean this to be a brag, but she's like, you're a healer. You're like healing people. And she meant that with comedy. She's like, you see people's pain and you turn it into rain is what she said like Mm. and like but it's like laughter and (coughs) movement and yeah but yeah i guess and i i there isn't there was i I can share some details that were incredible to me because i'm thinking about this person you're doing it over the phone um i understand i'm a a person you can google or whatever but like it just doesn't feel that way with kate and with you yeah we're getting the same accuracy right right on things for both of us she also went right into things about my dad right into things about my and she does it before you tell her anything which is so cool but she said and nobody knows this she says do you have a writing partner and i started working with a writing partner on a project for the first time in my life yeah this month like two months ago uh-huh. started working with a writing partner and she said do you have a writing partner and then proceeded to tell me things about him yeah like she... specific things like how you would basically describe this guy to a police officer she was yeah. like but also his temperament his his sense of humor his hobbies, his hobbies. <laughs> yeah. well i don't think it'll harm but she was like he loves baseball when we write he's throwing a baseball in the air wow like he's tossing a baseball that's how that's like his thinking toy yeah. is he's tossing around a baseball and then like proceeded to tell me all of these really encouraging things about the project we're working on and it was just exactly mm. what i what i needed but really the headline and what's more useful to everybody was i was just like I, I want to just get better about going like, yep, I cut my fingernails and I make sure if I uh, if I have to do this, that afterwards I do that. Well, that is the whole, <laughs> absolutely. And that and it's is- not different. That is the book I'm reading. Is It's a, not a new book. It, a lot of people have read it. but This it's the, better be a new book. <laughs> it's um, the Empath Survival Guide, which- Krista recommended for me Mm. uh, and recommended for you too. And that's the gift of it is like, (coughs) she recommended it for me because I said, I, it's hard for me to not see my sensitivities as like a weakness as Mm. like, I'm too tender for this world. I can't, Mm. I can't, I don't belong here or something. And she recommended this book and it really does normalize it. Like, it makes it, it, you see that it is its own type that has its own pros and cons, just like any other type has pros and cons. And being an empath. And being an empath. Yeah. And, um, and, but the real paradigm shift is like somebody asked me, because I was talking to her about the book, and she said, What if you had to like sum up, like, what is the lesson of, like, if I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. Hmm. what's the lesson? And I was like, really the main overarching lesson is, oh, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. 
yes, that's because I'm a sensitive person and I just need to nurture myself. Yeah. Like it really is instead of being like, why am I overwhelmed at this party and everybody else is having fun and what's wrong with me? And like, I wish I could hang. And I, you know, I, I just, I'm trying to like accept like, yes, I, this is sort of the price that I pay also for feeling such intense being able to to feel such intense joy and passion and love and oxytocin yeah. and like like we were talking to our friends or I was talking to our friends Chris and Genevieve and like my body like buzzes when I'm near them like mm. it's like the highest frequency a person can be I feel like I'm like skydiving mm. and I feel that way when I'm with people that I love and that is one of the benefits of being an That's empath. Right. And also creativity. She, uh, Krista really enjoyed when I said art is when highly sensitive people report back to everyone what the world feels like to oh them. Oh my God. And yeah. she was like, did you? I was really touched that's that she was lovely. like, did you make that up? And I was like, hey, yes, I did. See, that's what I want is I want people to go, like, oh my God, did you make that up? Which is like, why Krista is such a good, good at what she does because yeah. she'll do that. She does. She really is. Richard would do it too. Yeah. I keep thinking, Richard Rohr. I keep thinking about these these people that it just seems so simple, but I don't. I, I personally don't want to fake it. I'm, that's the the name of the game is converting your heart that you that you really feel that way that you really that's, can. I know Eckhart Tolle had this beautiful thing. I was curious about. We don't have to get into the Course in Miracles. It is Chris that told me about Course in Miracles, and that's a whole other episode for another time. But I was watching a video on Eckhart Tolle talking about The Course in Miracles, and he had this beautiful thing. And he said the Course talks about um, God being like a sun, the sun, and we're all rays of light, and we've forgotten that we're emanating. Oh, and the, wow. That's one of my favorite things that he that's says, one of my favorite. he got that from and the I believe, Course. In this video, he said the Course says it. So I was like, oh. okay. And what I've been trying to do, and he does, I, I, this is not a video podcast, but if you can imagine what I'm doing with my hands, but like <laughs> he was like, so instead of me seeing you, I can kind of like go around you and see that you're a ray of light coming from the same sun as right. me. And, on, and honestly, I do that with Brody when I'm feeling weird because he's following me around the kitchen or whatever, whatever he's doing and I'm in a bad mood. You, you remember that everything. So this, I will say one thing about the course. You were like, if everything, the course in miracles which nobody was talking about. I've heard so many people quoting it, referencing it, talking about it, comes up in new age or spiritual circles all the time. People be like, well, according to the Course in Miracles, and they'll say something beautiful or nice. But like uh, nobody is saying what I'm saying, which is this, and I think I'm right. It's like incredibly fierce. Yeah. It's, it's almost like in the illusion dispensing sense, it's um, acidic. Yeah, meaning it's it doesn't. Fire. It, it's fire is mm -hmm. a better way to put it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tolerate um, illusion. It doesn't suffer fools. <laughs> it doesn't suffer fools. Yeah. In fact, that's exactly what I would say. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like opening a door and a train runs you over. Yeah. Like those old, you know, Charlie Chaplin kind of things. Yeah. That's what it's like. And I always thought it was just like it's a course in miracles. It's about manifesting, baby, and like and being groovy. And it's it's not. No. But you'll be happy. I'll I'll say this one thing. It's like why be grateful? Why be present if everything is your dream? It's mm -hmm. sort of like one of the major tenets of it is that reality 
is your dream. God did not create reality. You, God did, but not in the way we think. We did. There was a split, uh, and then we created the world, and the world is sort of like a, and this is this is the fierceness, it's sort of like a, uh, maybe, I don't know if I'd call it naughty or mad idea. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the mind of God had a weird idea. I'll say weird. A wild hair. A wild, what's that? Wild hair. Isn't hair? that a thing? I think that's a con- that's a phrase. Like I just had a wild hair to <clears throat> do something. Is yeah. This right? I don't, I've yeah. never heard it, but I'm not yeah. from Texarkana. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I loved it. Because I do think the full phrase is wild hair up your ass. <laughs> a wild hair up your That's great. <laughs> so there's, Let's go with mad idea. <laughs> well, what the court, the language in The Course in Miracles is... Uh, the mind of God into the mind of God slipped a tiny mad idea. Mm-hmm. Rupert Spiro would <laughs> like say, the "Cheshire Cat." It feels like very Alice in Wonderland. Like it is. Tiny, I guess it's like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you picked the wrong character <laughs> from the, which is great. I went carrot fingers, and I meant hot dog fingers. So we've been very adjacent. <laughs> yes. this whole time. <laughs> I wondered what my other teachers would think about a tiny mad idea. Be, this is the fierceness. It's very dismissive of reality. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's an illusion and nothing is real and there's actually no life here, it's like there's this weird movie playing on top of heaven, on top of perfect oneness. Yeah. But we're like stuck in, and we're not really, but we, we perceive that we're stuck in this dream. Mm-hmm. And the Course and other teachers, other teachings, other traditions are not are trying to gently wake you up. They don't mm-hmm. want to like throw water in your face and freak you out, but they just want to go like you're actually with God. Mm-hmm. You're actually perfectly This is what I love about it. I guess I am going on the tangent now. It's like um the thought that you could do something to offend or or upset God is like a mockery. They're mm. like, that is a mockery. The thought that you could ever be separate is a mockery. Mm. The thought is that you could ever be wicked. And and it mm. actually goes into it that it's like the ego split from God. The ego then felt guilty and afraid of God for, for seemingly breaking away. Fears judgment, fears mm. retribution, which I'm like, thank you. This is the first tradition that I found that's like, this is why you're going around kind of like, scared and Mm. being sort of like shaky ground all the time, like afraid of dying, afraid of this, afraid of that, afraid of each other, Mm. scapegoating each other, all this stuff. They they would say, or the course would say, it's because you did this split, which was no big deal, not a not a horrible thing, but we think it is. So the ego's like come into this dream where we'll hide from God Mm. and we'll be God. We'll be Mm. we'll be kind of we'll be kings and we don't even have to think about God. Mm -hmm. And we'll make ourselves king. And but the thing that I like about it is it's going like Please relax. <laughs> it's it's like this calm voice that just goes like, "Please relax. Mm. Nothing's happening. You've never been apart from from God, and all you have to do is remember that. Like mm. gently wake up from that." I don't know how I got on that. Why did I do that? I don't really either. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. No, I but I know there was been... a reason. And what's so funny is when, as you've been talking about A Course in Miracles, because it's not totally my jam, even though I did love a lot of what you just said, um, when in our daily life, you're like, I'm not even going to talk about it on the podcast. Like that's some sort of like test well, that you're not fully bought in. 
But, oh, maybe it had to do with the Akashic reading and what no, she said I, about I, it. I remember, oh, I did ask. I said, should I be reading A Course in Miracles? And they and she said, they're showing me a blue book. And she's like, it's blue, right? And I was like, yeah. And she said, and it's breaking up into little parts. And she's like, so there's good stuff in there for you. Yeah. But use your discernment and all that sort of stuff. Right. So I'm still trying to be, you know, you keep my mind about me. But like, I do find this charge in it. There, sure. There's something... It addresses judgment in a way that I've never seen, like why we're judging people. Mm-hmm. Oh, the rays of sun. Mm-hmm. That's its whole thing. Yeah. It's like I'm going around constantly forgetting that mm-hmm. other people's needs are my needs. Mm-hmm. And and I'm completely self-centered. Mm-hmm. And and I, I believe I haven't really gotten into this, but like the Course in Miracles teaches like enlightenment is realizing that your the other's needs are your needs, that there yeah. isn't anything and then you get into that Father Greg Boyle stuff where it's like he's helping himself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he's he's waking in the same way that Jesus was helping himself. Because I, 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 I've been struggling to find where compassion and presence and wonder and appreciation and gratitude can exist in a dream. And this was the point I was trying to make to you. They would say everything. They're actually kind of wacky. I say that with respect. They're like if everything is God, then, or is, is illusion is the same dream of God, then this table is as precious as anything. And you should be like kind to the table. You should be like mm. in awe and gentle with your food, with your car, with everything. Mm. So that's so interesting. Cause I would think it would be the opposite of like, well, this if is, this is just a, a mad idea, then nothing is sacred here. I agree. But it, it elaborates beyond that into a place of, that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get. Cause father, if I listen to father Greg, I become a lot more heart open and a lot gentler and, and more loving mm-hmm. and and more in the school of like one of my favorite Father Greg Boyle lines is God is too busy delighting in you mm. to be judging you or to even have a plan for you. It's, it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just he t- he has this beautiful image of a fa- of a son reading to his elderly dad trying to get his dad to go to sleep, but the dad keeps opening his eyes and smiling at the sun mm. and the sun gets frustrated and he's like please dad you know go to sleep and he's like that's that's god god just can't stop opening his eyes and smiling at yeah. us yeah and, and i'm like that intuitively feels so correct yeah and to reconcile that with the course has been been interesting that that's yeah. the lens i'm going and going like i believe that that Mm -hmm. feels correct and they're saying that too and they're saying this is and father greg sometimes quotes the sufis and the sufis say life is a dream and death is waking up yeah so so there's i don't know how to reconcile these two things Mm -hmm. the perfect love the preciousness the mistake of reality like the course would say like reality is sort of a mistake rupert spira would say how could God have a tiny mad idea? God's not tiny. God's not mad. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's nothing but God. So, so he would say yeah. that God chose to enter into illusion to play. Yeah. And we're at, at Leela's name, namesake, to dance and to play and to explore because that's its nature. Right. So I don't... Well, that is... I'm that's, really in an interesting place. Yeah, totally. And it is an interesting... It's interesting for me too because I know I shared this with you too, but you going a slightly different direction than what's working for me <coughs> now, which is very more, much more, uh, our friend Mirabai star, you know, feminine mystic kind of like 
this is holy. This is this isn't a mistake. The holiness is found in in the ordinary. Um and that just really resonates with me. That has a charge with me and and feels totally true. And and you're going this slightly different direction. And at first, and maybe still a little bit, but not really as much. But at first, I was definitely feeling really challenged by that. And I had to break it down and realize that it's because I was conditioned to be like, what is the one true belief? Like Jesus and Christianity and this denomination of Christianity, like this sect is the one true apps at like has the the market on truth here mm. and don't stray from that because otherwise you will burn in hell for eternity so mm-hmm. the stakes couldn't be higher and this is the one truth to subscribe to <laughs> and it's so crazy how that still is in there where when i am really grooving with a certain belief and then that gets sort of challenged i get like well, wait a minute. Like, which one is true? Which but one's real? That This is what I like about the course. It, it's addressing that dread that you're feeling. And in no uncertain terms, it's going, stop it. Like, mm-hmm. your fear of God is because you separated. And you have this, like, lingering guilt that he's going to come. Dad, Drunk dad is going to come home. And he's not happy. And uh-huh. it's like, how could you be separate? It's taking non-duality to its logical conclusion. Non-duality, not two, never separate, nowhere to go, not just loved by God, made of God's love, Mm -hmm. and you're just having a weird dream. I get the last part kind of throws a a monkey wrench in all of it. Yeah. But uh, that I I like it. It it also addresses how I felt this morning. My feeling when I'm in a a bad way is I'm like, yeah, this world is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel right now. But earlier today, I was like, there's no water in the thing. I couldn't find my uh, iPad. Uh, Mm -hmm. This food ran out. The fridge is broken. The dryer, everything's breaking. Yeah. Everything's breaking. It also fiercely addresses the transient nature of all things and is like this. I think there's a line where it's like, this is a dusty, barren place where things come to die. And it's like, we have to reconcile that. Like, we have to reconcile the the bad parts of of the dream as well. And they would say God would never do that. That's why it's a dream. And for me, so it is so interesting because for me, I... Why would God do that to itself? Except if it was a dream. uh, Sure. Okay. I Even the concept of dream where you're like, so like dream, I guess, being less real than the, the... yeah, okay. All right. I don't want to go down that road. What I was going to say is the the more, and this is not to replace your understanding of it, because you're getting so much out of it, like you said, this is like a way to it's compassion. It's also freaking me out. <laughs> compassion for you. It's also freaking me out. Okay. It's very uncomfortable. The, the way for me to understand judgment and fear and shame and guilt, the way I understand that is you know, we were, we, I, I do subscribe a little bit more to like, God chose to experience this kind of reality. It's not any Mm -hmm. less or more or whatever. It's just another way of experiencing itself. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
then we life was breathed into these human bodies or into these bodies that evolved into human bodies and we lived in packs and we we depend on each other as a clue that really we are the same thing mm-hmm. And so that's like a beautiful thing that we need each other because it's the sacred clue that we, it's because we come, we are the same thing. And in that dependence, our survival depended on villages, on packs and guilt and shame were just mechanisms to keep us working and flowing with the group. So that like, if I... If I broke Dan's leg just out of maliciousness, I well, would feel guilty about by that. The, but that okay, so you 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 happen to be really <laughs> talking course in miracles right now. Really? Even your example breaking a leg is separation. Mm. Everything that's painful to us is separation. Like yeah. that that's an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. But you're saying it's a very similar idea. And I'm not even trying to like nudge you. So get in the Course in Miracles lane. I'm yeah. just saying it's a similar idea. We love connection. We love bringing things together and we hate separation. Yes. They would even make the, the case that like an earthquake is like the separation of earth. And it and it's a, a derivative, or you could say it's a metaphor or it's a reminder mm-hmm. of that original splitting. Yeah. That like when things break, when things shatter. Yes. Okay. That it reminds us of the first the first shattering or whatever. That's right. Yes. So, so like in a I, dream, it's like this this means more than the sum of its parts. I broke my leg. Or I get pulled over by a cop. Mm-hmm. Why is that like because it's him versus you and there's separation it's him versus and, me. and it's also God finally pulling me over. Like yeah. you're dead. I have you now. Yeah. Like and why do we wanna we love courts and trials and arguing and splitting and re- reuniting. And we also love videos of puppies being reunited with their veteran owners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's interesting. We're all trying, and Freud was doing this too. Spiritual systems are trying to like reconcile this thing that's kind of a foregone conclusion that we love unity and we, and we hate division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm on board with all of that. I, but I just think, I would say... For me, it, it's, it works better to understand fear and judgment and shame and all of those things as mechanisms that we developed to stick together yep. because when we're together, we remember that we're not alone, that we can't be alone, that we're one thing with each other and with God. And so it's not this like, it's not like I developed fear and judgment and shame because I split off from God and I know that like that yeah. that doesn't resonate as much you. as like it's just this actual like very hyper functional yeah. practical thing of just sort of like like um you know a gut uh, the pads that you put in gutters <laughs> for a bowling alley like just to like when you're yeah the bumpers thank you when your ball starts going like and forgetting it just is like nope remember you need each other and then you you're like yeah we need each other right because we're funny. one thing, yeah. and the, and the other part of that is no you say your thing so you no don't no forget. the other part of that the other part of that is the thing breaking and everything being transit transient in Buddhism that is the thing too I can't remember which teacher I wish I could maybe it was Ramana Maharshi that I don't know but it is like the real name of the game is just to make peace with impermanence. Like if you can do that, 
then that is essentially enlightenment is if you can just make peace with impermanence, which I find it harder to do if I think that is a mistake. God would never do that. That's bad. What impermanence? Yeah. Instead, if I go, that's kind of beautiful. Like everything is just a moment. Like, can I find beauty in how everything is passing? Because you know what else else doesn't stay? My suffering, my my anxiety mm, is also impermanent. That's also impermanent. Every like a flowing river, like a moving <laughs> water. There's I can't clear my throat. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, like yeah, just like vitality, like yeah. the way the b- nature is beautiful because it's always changing. So why is I think that's a that- beautiful thought. Like I'm first of all, I'm with you. I'm not even representing the other side. Yeah. I'm just saying no. I, I do see uh this perspective that that is a beautiful, helpful, correct, um, adaptive, gorgeous, and positive um divine way of interpreting what we're in. Yeah. What what draws me back to the fierce fire energy of the Course in Miracles is what I already said, which is like it's taking uh, non-duality to its logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. And so many traditions at their deeper or you could say at their higher levels are saying uh, the Lord is one, mm-hmm. that everything is, that the whole thing is one. Mm-hmm. Or none, but it's 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 one thing thinging itself. Mm-hmm. To quote myself, <laughs> and we can all get on that. Like we like that. Yeah. So if you have the thingless thing, the objectless thing, the the Tao, mm-hmm. the good, what Plato would call the good, the the original, blah, blah, <laughs> and then that we can either say that things splits, plays, dances, prefer talking to a boy mm-hmm. who prefers that language, mm-hmm. loves itself, loves its creation, and is just spinning in the way that fireworks love to dazzle and delight itself. It's spinning into this thing. It addresses that like, if we're having a dual experience, mm-hmm. it must be some sort of, a dance is, a, is, is another way of saying a dream. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it's one thing, but it's having the experience of two. Yeah. And it's not just having the experience of two. It's having the experience of millions uh, and billions and, mm-hmm. and gazil- like uncountable particles and specks and cells and, and atoms and all that sort of stuff. It's doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to, to like finally find something that goes like, and you who couldn't be separate, think you're separate. And with that comes fear, guilt, and shame, death, suffering, all that stuff, there is a relief to go like, but didn't you just tell me it's all one? Didn't you just tell me that that feels right to you? What else could it be? What else? Mm. Aren't we all sharing the same source? Yeah, that feels right. And I'm telling you, that feels right. Isn't that source love? Yeah, that feels right. Why are you having a dream that it's mad at you? Mm. Mm. And I like the metaphor I don't think it's thinking in English thoughts and telling these stories. I like the metaphor, the symbol, the story that it's because the, the in the split built a thing that could have its own independent experience. We got, this sounds like naughty, like sin, but like we got carried away. We forgot ourselves. 
Mm. And there's just a gentle, loving, smiling father who who wants to go like, hey, that was crazy, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who's talking to who anyway? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Well, I think that's so beautifully put. And and yeah, like, again, I'm like, I'm 99.9% totally on board. And I see the appeal for you. And this is well, why you like, said it's my three, four, it's, three is my achiever. I want to wake up four is my like, I like that. It's this like weird thing. And that it's like, like kind it's of not, dark and like, I or, like that it's dark. And it, and yeah. it feels, it feels sort of dangerous. There's like yeah. this danger where I'm there are like, stakes and I'm there's... going into this thing and it's so weird. And, yeah. But it's kind of increasing, decreasing judgment, increasing compassion, understanding. And yeah. it, and by the way, I, I haven't even said this. The whole thing, the miracle, by the way, the Course in Miracles, it doesn't mean like miracles, like walking on water. The miracle is forgiveness. Mm, forgive yourself. I do love this part. Forgive reality. Forgive your brother. Forgive your sister. There's nobody else. What are you doing? Yeah. Going I, around going like, look at this. And, and I've said this a million times. Because I'm a comedian, that's the good use of my judgment. I can't stop judging stuff. I can't yeah. stop. Yeah. And for all my love of Buddhism, Christianity, uh, Hinduism, Taoism, I love them all. I really do. I'm into them. Yeah. And, and, and Vedanta, non-duality, love it all. It's great. It's, 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 this is going a little, it's a little bit more... Focused on judgment. Focused on judgment. Yeah. And it's going like, well, hey, shithead, <laughs> stop it. Like, stop it. Like, yeah. your special and, and specialness and wanting to be special all the time and, and isolated all the time and, 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 and you benefit and others lose. Mm-hmm. Like I made my bed in my, the hotel I was at, I made my bed and, you know, I do that stuff anyway, but I like cleaned up for the maid because I was like, it's fucked up to just benefit because someone else suffers. You clean my room. Yeah. Like, I like that it's getting, getting to the nitty gritty and being like, who cleans your room? Yeah. There's no... And it's not the it's not just the the lava lamp fun of being like it's me that cleans my room, it's it's all of us. We mm-hmm. we all wake up or none of us wake up sort of sort of stuff. And now I'm out of my own depth. I don't even know what I'm saying. Well, yes, I think that that is you've always been okay. a little bit more drawn to the fire way, <laughs> um, which is interesting because like I was thinking about how we had a visit with your mom once. Uh, where she came to stay with us. And we it was actually like one of the better visits. And you and I had, we shared like after the fact, each of our methods of of trying of getting through it oh yeah and my, yours was burn it down burn it down like burn my attachments my I w- need my, I, it was like this very my, i wish my mom was this way burn it down burn it down burn, burn it. what you want to happen oh burn gosh it. i wish yeah. i didn't feel this way fucking burn i love saying it burn it fucking light it on fire it's not happening and without fucking burn it burn still it. enjoying it yeah and it worked for it you it worked really and good and what and that would not work for me and what worked for me was I'm just imagining like a, a sprinkler, like a, a fire extinguishing sprinkler on the roof, just showering love all over everybody. Mm. Like, so I had a water image. You had a fire image. You're an Aries. I'm a Pisces. Yeah. And, and like you said, it speaks to your Enneagram three and four to be like, you're achieving awake awakening 
and it's the special thing. It's and it's weird. Very much. So let's just acknowledge our filters, like because I have mine too, and I'm going through mine as well. So it not to minimize. Like you're just attracted to this because it's this. It's like well, yeah, <laughs> I'm attracted to soft, gentle, nurturing your body. Like if we are sleepwalking. You need to pick that body up and carry it into bed and just let it run its course. (laughs) Like that's that's my method because I am water. I am flowy. I am also a nine and I need comfort. And these are both going to the same place where the the ultimate goal is, this is crazy, but to, to, it's going to sound sort of nuts, but like to be Jesus being crucified and to love the people who are crucifying you. How do you get to that level. And I don't even mean in the achiever way where you can talk about it later. You're about to die. You can't talk about it later. For you, for your own sake, because it's too toxic to compromise, I'll use the word heaven, the kingdom, whatever, the oneness, the reality. Yeah. It's too costly to go, I can't believe this centurion is is crucifying me right now. Yeah. You because you're so identified with the sun and not the rays. It, it's And for me, for you it is like like love these centurions dipshit and for me it's like okay what is what like why do i feel like i can't love them what needs to be loved in me and then can i it's like such it's just a slower more gentler thing and i trade it for the world and i wouldn't trade yours i think that if you were talking the way i would the way i'm talking i'd be like (laughs) can you fucking shut up? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I can only handle it in in myself. Yeah. In the house, at least. There couldn't be two of these in the house. <laughs> yes, there can't be two fires. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure Leela's a fire. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, oh, just going back to like dream, using the language dream or dance, that was really fascinating. And I think that this is the core of the the slight difference in us too is that actually does matter to me because a dream is sort of like like wake up dipshit. It's a little it implied is in it is, and I know that you were saying, and I really do appreciate that the course is also like, and you don't have to wake up. It's fine, like whatever. But it is sort of like you are. Um, it just is it in that is a value system and you're like, and what Dream, you're experiencing is not a, of as high quality of a value <clears throat> and there's no movement. There's like, you're either in the dream or you're not, which one are you right now? Go, you know, mm-hmm. whereas dance works really well for me because it's like, we're, we're experiencing suffering right now. And then we're remembering. That's right. Down and me. then yeah, we're yeah. moving and like, oh my God, I got really caught up in this. And then I remembered and like, this is okay. We can, there's no problem. This is the dance. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, I think what we're saying is there's different instruments, tools yeah. on the table. Yeah. And I think they even work at different times. I So I emailed Mirabai Bush to be like, was Ramnas ever into the course? She was like, he, he got into it briefly and really liked it. And, and then it sort of fell away from him, but he did really like it briefly. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh, I love which that. I, that was really interesting. And I was like, that really sounds like your boy. Because yeah. one of the things I love is going through it. Like one of the things I found in the course that I found in a lot of other things is you have to be somebody before you can be nobody. Mm. Like it's not a flaw to like build mm. up an ego to then sort of 
use it to remember that you're not that. Yeah. But that's not like a mistake. But it is, it's, it, even as I'm talking to you about it, I'm like, it's sort of, it's sort of confusing. I still, I find it interesting that there's all these parallels in um, materialist reality, meaning non-spiritual reality, where people are like, oh, did you listen to that? Uh, Lex, somebody, uh, I listened to it. Uh, sorry for forgetting your last oh, name, yeah. Lex. Um, Friedman? Lex something? Anyway, Lex mm. had a, 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 a neuro, uh, no, uh, an astrophysicist or something who proved uh, through with math. <laughs> with math. <laughs> he proved with math. <laughs> he said that there was like a 99.99. He, his question was, if, if our senses are designed to keep the human animal alive, yeah. what are the chances that what we see, touch, taste, smell, and all that is, is reality? Like, what would be benefited from oh, your senses right. showing you actual reality or just what's necessary? Yeah. And he's like, there's no, no probability. Chance. He no said it's zero. I know. He was like, but so that also, now we're real lava lamping. I see a corollary. There's, mm. there's the spiritual people going like, I think this is a, a, a dream or a dance. I see Rupert going like, this is consciousness. Everything is made of consciousness. Mm. Because everything, you know, you touch the table. I feel it. Where do you feel that? In, in consciousness. Your awareness. In your awareness. Yeah. So it's, when I say... It's all happening in your awareness. So when I say dream, I don't mean like, dream on. <laughs> Get out of your dreams. You're dreaming. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even mean that. I go, whoa. Yeah. I can go to sleep. And I had a lot of dreams last night, traveling and all that stuff. Vivid, real. And every time I've had a Lucy, a lucid dream, I <laughs> go, this, this is more real than real. Mm. It's more clear than clear, which, by the way, I love thinking about this because I'm not seeing with my eyes. Mm. I'm seeing with my consciousness. Mm. So, of course, my vision is better in my dreams. Get fucking baked, guys. <laughs> When you're dreaming, your eyesight is better because you're seeing with your consciousness. You're seeing with pure consciousness. Mm. So you don't need glasses because you're not using that apparatus. Mm. You're just seeing, you're seeing it at its source. But I bet people don't feel like their eyesight is better in a dream because you're remembering it and the memory is blurry. But if you, and I think people are going lucid more than they realize. I know you are since we've been dating, you've... You've become yeah. a little bit more aware, like, oh, I was lucid for a moment there. Yeah. People, I catch people saying that all the time. They're like, I realized I was dreaming. It's like, w excuse me? <laughs> you realized you were dreaming. So even if it, <gasps> and that brought you out of it, mm -hmm. you still had a moment of dream enlightenment. Mm. And I, 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 when I think of reality being a dream, I think of it as being something incredible. Well, yeah, I guess that is like our dreams aren't, I guess we do see them as less real. But yeah, I I, I can't put it better than you did. That did help me understand what you mean when you. It's when a miracle. Dreaming. It's a yeah. world. You created yeah. a world. Yeah. And, and that's, and that the, the parallels with Buddhism and Hinduism, at least, are similar. It's like they would call it Maya. They would call yeah. it illusion. Yeah. This is when I, like. I've been waiting for like a like a, a sledgehammering approach to be like, 
Well, then let's talk about that. Yeah. If this oh. is Maya, let's talk about that. And if it's all one, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Yeah. And and it, the good news is, and nobody, I'm not even, I haven't even cracked the course. I've been reading a book about the course. Um, yeah, I think that's what most people do who are into the course. <laughs> I think that's true. Although I did order it. It just hasn't arrived yet. I'm going to mm. give it a try. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast just goes <laughs> straight into the toilet. It's, all, it's just me talking about the Course in Miracles. No, I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. It doesn't matter. Well, I was going to go back to when you said um, that you're having trouble reconciling, sometimes that you have trouble reconciling Father Greg Boyle's like, God is too busy delighting in you. And then- Which I'm not letting go of. Refuse. Yeah. That that comes with me. (laughs) Yeah. But that, that, that lines up. Keep going. This is what's beautiful about the feminine mystic and everything Mirabai has taught me is- it's duality. It's non-duality through duality and through devotion. So she would say that actually works really well hand in hand, most of it, the non-duality of the Course in Miracles and God loving you and delighting in you. Mm-hmm. Because really what the, the way to it is having that relationship with God where you feel like you are being actively loved and you are yearning for God and you're reaching and, and finding the love and the yearning and then, you know, sort of swimming in God's love until you realize there is no separateness in mm. the same way that you and I can swim in each other's love and feel no separateness. And so it, it, it does, it can work hand in hand. It's that's what the feminists have been doing. And that's, the last thing I'll say about the course I like is it says, this is not the only way. This is a way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, and, and also so just like Eckhart Tolle would say, and Rupert would say, and all of my beloveds, Ramdas, uh, is there, is there a problem? Like if you raise your mm-hmm. hand and asked, is there anything to worry about? They would all say no. <sighs> yeah. And that's it. But that, that's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I, I hope I'm not just a spiritual hobbyist, but like mm, for some no. reason, reading new things and going like, this is saying what that said. Yeah. Makes me it go works. like, it must be the same thrill. A re- I, I'm talking my out of my ass, but like a research scientist, when he finds a precedent for a principle in his experiment was proven elsewhere, I feel a similar, but this is a lot less, this is a lot less heady. That sounds like I'm really trying to prove something. I'm, I'm talking about like a, a, an intuition or a feeling. Well, that's it. And I think that there is, I think if it's working for you, then that's the correct thing. Like there is no actual outside of that. There is no right or wrong thing. Yeah. Um, and you do get more pleasure. You are able to play in waters more than I am. Because I have a little bit of that fearful rigidity of like, well, it's kind of, it doesn't match up with this. And I really liked this. And then am I right? And then I can question myself so much that it just becomes, it takes me further. It takes me more in my head. More I agree. In, it feels like going into the cave of madness, to be honest. Yeah. That's, that's what makes me, but and I'm he, not saying the course, I'm saying all of it. R- Rupert saying... I, I heard him saying, like, your life is like a book. It's mm-hmm. already been written. And the way we read a book page by page, that's what time is. Like, it's the mm-hmm. only way we have to perceive your life is word by word, page by page. But really, it's all done. He's yeah. basically saying there's 
there's no choice. There's never been any choice. It's it's all written. Everything is all written. Mm. And the courts would agree with this. The dreams already happened. Mm-hmm. And, not, and nothing, it's all these paradoxes that don't make sense unless we took a lot of MDMA. If I was like, it's all already happened. Mm-hmm. Where else could it happen? It all happens here. Yeah. And we perceive it in installments. But like, it's all yeah. the only place anything could be. And that's the only reality because it's just isness, which does which doesn't exist in time. So it's was never born, never died, and it just is. So everything just is right now, that's like right. a dot. And yeah. a timeless. When we've had timeless experiences, when I collapsed on you in Bakersfield, I had an, an eternal experience. Mm-hmm. And when I smoked, smoked, uh, smoked, smoked a beer. When I smoked a beer. When I smoked five meo, I had a timeless experience i can't remember it Mm. but when i came back i was like i'm pretty sure i vaguely remember almost like a star it it, it's not right but like orbiting a star it's Mm. completely wrong Mm. it's not even it's a joke how wrong that is but i remember just kind of being with a light or being the light and being like and i wasn't there to have this thought but having the experience of like that was eternal Mm. and and it was and it was okay mm-hmm. it was okay eternal i can't say it enough eternity doesn't mean a long time no it means, it no, means time. no time yeah exactly <laughs> which yeah. is an even weirder oh, man. man and then i think all of this is really fun waters to swim in and for me it's like Okay, and like after this, I'm going to just go put my feet in the grass real quick and keep it really simple the rest of the day. Like simplicity of just like, okay, maybe maybe now I let all of that go and I just truly try to stay with my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like there's that's the where the profound the most profound truth is for me. Completely agree. In fact, I would say <laughs> one of the reasons I'm able to I really have this image of me swimming in these, this little cove mm. that's really white watery and I'm just like having a ball mm-hmm. is because I know you're on the shore and it's like mm. when I need to get out, I can get out mm. and Val will wrap me in a towel. Aww. So it is a little, to mix metaphors, it's a little spelunking and you want to have a belay back yeah. to reality, or not even reality, but like back to a calm place. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> for all of this fun cloud surfing you're talking to a person who uh spent a, the majority of his day saunaing exercising grounding getting in water all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. just trying to acclimate mm-hmm. and then that enabled me to feel comfortable to, to have this chat yeah so it's both it's both and there's no problem that's right i love it mm-hmm. now before we end just please tell us what an NTR is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we need to do Blair Witch real quick. Okay. What time is it? All right. We'll do it next time. Yeah. We got to do it next time. An NTR. I'll give it to you in a, in a example. Hey Val, I took your dance class last week over Zoom. I don't want to bother you. It was incredible. I got it. I loved it so I know much. What it is. You're the you're the queen. And NTR. No need to reply. No need to reply. Keep it crispy. <laughs> I gave Brett Goldstein an NTR when he won the second 
All right. <laughs> Didn't care for that. What happened? What happened to my body? <laughs> what happened? What did I do? <laughs> Your Course in Miracles is Brett Goldstein. <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. Fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like this. I'm sorry. Keep it. Crispy. Crispy.